0: Hobby addict no It's time for hobby addicts. And now here are your anime addicts.
1: Hey guys, welcome to episode 182 of Hobby Addicts. I'm your host Mitsugi, of course. I'm here with uh, the wonderful Mandy. Mandy, how are you Hi. today?
2: I'm doing all right. I've got my coffee, and I'm 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 very feeling very laid back today.
0: <laughs> good, good. We'll
2: see if I we're make feeling, it through this awake.
0: We're feeling a, super cash.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I've got
1: a Monster Energy waiting for me in the fridge, but I didn't want to drink it all during the Hobby Addicts, so I'm wait. I'm kind of holding off. Um, Mason, the wonderful Mason
0: I've got a super cold Brita filtered Big old glass of water right next to me uh, I'm, right. I'm re- re- ready to go
2: uh, Do you like cold water? I never drink cold water I always drink mine at room temperature
0: Is it like sensitive on like the teeth Or just you prefer I don't know,
2: I just prefer warmer water I, I will know.
0: drink whatever temperature water is presented mm. Like I'll fill up, cause you've seen it I have this massive cup Mm-hmm. And whatever I don't finish that night, I'll just leave on my desk and in the morning whatever like melts is like, oh it's just then room temperature water. And I'll <laughs> drink that like nonstop. There's no like flushing out of the cup. It just remains as is.
2: You never clean it ever?
0: Well no, I clean it, but <laughs> Okay, good <laughs> overnight. Yeah. It's that's, it's that's it. gonna get and gross. Mason. Anyway, no one cares about that. Welcome to Watercast. <laughs> yeah. Watercast. Yeah, yeah. Water
2: World
1: Cast. And an interesting movie. So, uh, let's see here. Today, I'm going to be talking about some spooky movies that I watched on Netflix for Halloween. So, going to kind of do some short, movie, sh- short movie, movie reviews here, some horror films. Mandy, Magic the Gathering Arena, has it again claimed you?
2: Oh, yeah. That is what I'm talking about today. I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> 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 Thank you for reminding me. Yes, I have been playing Magic the Gathering Arena again.
1: Oh, boy. And the end of <laughs> uh, Visage, which I'm sure you and Mason yes. both uh, went, went through together. Mm -hmm. and uh mason's gonna be talking about yet another unpredictable mason you just don't know you just never know the Mitsuwa marketplace trip yeah i don't know what that is but we're gonna find out we go in shopping we we go
2: shopping yeah (laughs) get in the car who
1: who wants to go first with all this
2: uh i don't mind I i i can go first uh, okay, so yeah, I've it. just been playing Magic the Gathering Arena again. Uh, it came out, it's not new, it came out uh, last September, and I played it when, I actually played it beta, and then didn't really play too much of it at that time and I and then I recently picked it up again because I realized that all of the big YouTube Magic the Gathering players are now playing on Arena and they're all doing Arena games online so I was like you know streaming games and I was like oh this looks interesting I kind of want to be a part of this so I picked it up again and I start playing and I was like man it is really hard to get anywhere when you you're brand new because yeah. ooh, it's so hard. Like, you have to put money into this. There's yeah. no way to get anywhere without putting money into it. And
0: aka, it perfectly mimics real life magic. <laughs> well, here's sure, the difference, yeah.
2: though. When you buy Magic Gathering cards, though, you could take those anywhere. Right now, there's no iOS support for Magic the Gathering Arena. So I'm a little bit more hesitant to put money into Arena because I'm like, I can't. Oh just play this anywhere you know i can't just like have the card forever and be like i'm going to play this card now and again 10 years later it's like you
0: i can't you can't resell it also you can't yeah, like.
2: also you can't resell it. yeah um or you can't really trade them and so but um the so magic the gathering arena what they do have in terms of um like purchasing like you can buy diamonds which is like the currency and then you can use those to buy packs of cards and they have like a bunch of different you know pack like uh numbers of packs like you can buy a single pack and then you can go up to like i don't know it was like 50 <laughs> and uh, 50
1: packs wow
2: yeah and then uh, like crazy. they have a bunch of different um sets as well like I know it starts at the most recent expansion, which was Eldraine, Eldraine Adventure, I think, or Throne of Eldraine. And then, um, mm, I think they still have 2019 out. I can't remember what the last uh, one is in this block. But um, yeah, and so you... <sighs> Like it comes with some starter decks, but what? But it's weird because when I first started the game in twenty eighteen, it gave me some starter decks, and it's like, okay, cool, I can play these in the free play, you know, just, um, just play online, and everyone around me is pretty much at the same place as I am. Yeah. But now that I've played, turned it on again a year later, it's like those starter decks you can no longer play. Because oh, really? they're no longer in rotation, they're not oh. in this current block. They're not in standard, so you can play them in um, like a free for all, but you don't get any experience points from it. You don't get any coins for winning. You just so basically buy stuff. yeah, exactly. It's like okay, well, what the fuck is the point of them? Yeah, and yeah. I can't get anything. So and then they don't give you new decks, like starter decks, to play with for maybe. this standard. So I'm like, well, what do you want me to guys, I have to buy cards then.
1: Maybe it's a sign, Mandy. Like maybe, maybe it's, tell, maybe the universe is saying that Magic the Gathering Arena, It's the, you could play a bunch of other games instead of Magic the Gathering Arena. What do you
0: think? <laughs> or, or T minus two months until Mandy has some holiday money floating around oh, and she go. starts yeah, becoming much. a serial smoker going through five packs a day.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, <laughs> well <laughs> five packs a day. Sorry.
0: Let me tell you, I, I started
1: playing Gwent on the on iOS, and yeah. you know, like like the the, the Witcher card game, and um, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of the same situation, So they they'll, they'll start you out with with um the, their barrels in this game, like 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 one of the like the the rock tr- the cave troll like breaks the barrels and like cards come <coughs> out. That's weird, but like yeah. So but like so they'll give you like enough currency to buy some to get some packs to start, and then. You pretty much have enough like stuff that you just get prizes for doing simple things at the beginning that you that you can buy a couple more packs, but inevitably you get to the point where you've kind of run out of the freebies sort of, and then you mm-hmm. start playing pe- you, and then you run into people and they pair you with people that are like your same level. You have like a rank or whatever, and so like I'm like level ten playing another guy who's level ten, and his cards. Are so much better than mine. Like it's just not even close. And you just know, you just know that like some that this other person probably dropped like fifty bucks on the game immediately, got you know bought like fifteen premium packs and got all these rare cards and he's just like wrecking face with them. And I haven't spent anything, so I don't know. I think it's I feel like it's a lot of the same where it's like I just don't feel like I want to spend money in order to be competitive. So, I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: the upside to it though is that I no longer have anyone to play Magic with because my gaming group I used to play every week. We play two ni- two nights a week. Sure. All those people have moved away, so I don't really have anyone to play Magic with anymore. And some I haven't really dove into a lot of the newer sets. But online, you know, I can just log on and play a random game, and you don't even have to talk to those people. There's no in-game chat, so it's like, I don't even have to listen to them, bitch. It's just, play a game, boom, you're done. Like, that was my issue with Magic Gathering online, is that there was a chat feature. I was like... You know, you run into a lot of garbage people <laughs> where it's like as soon as your cards are tapped, they're like, hurry up, hurry your play. And I'm like, yo, you're right now that guy who honks their horn as soon as the light turns green. Right. You yeah, stop." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't even have to deal with that. Um, that's at, nice. At, and At, um, at, at least on
1: the computer, you don't have to deal with people like aggressively slapping their cards down or like, or, like yeah. flicking their uh, the edges of their, of their sleeves or tapping really aggressively and acting like douches.
2: So yeah, I gotta hit that. You get
1: those like elitist guys that just you know,
2: they know yeah, or the people and, who look at you like you don't belong there. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Are you sure you know how to play this game? It's I don't have to deal with any people. of that. Like, I just relax. log on and play. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think the one thing that I would like if they if they did this, I my opinion would change completely. I'm the kind of person who doesn't like cracking packs. I like to build a deck. By just writing it down on a piece of paper and then just buying those cards single.
1: Right, singles, yeah.
2: I love doing that. Mm-hmm. This game, um, it's nice that you can get singles, but in order to get those singles, you have to get tokens from other packs. <laughs> and like, there's also like a system where like every pack that you buy, it- ranks up like another notch and then after you finish like complete this circle you get like one token to get like a legendary you get one token to get like a rare and or one token to get like an uncommon so the more packs you buy the more like tokens you get to buy whatever card you want if they did something where either I can just buy the cards outright with diamonds or Or if they could let me cash in cards to get diamonds to buy other cards, that would be nice because like, you know, I get a bunch of rares. I'm like, I don't need this card. I'm never going to use it. If it would let me trade that for a different one, I'd be super happy. (laughs) But you know, they, they don't let you do that. Um, I, they do allow drafting on there. And I think this is how people usually get most of their cards is by doing drafts. I might start doing drafts because it's. It, I think it's a pretty reliable way to get a, a good amount of, of decent cards, but also being able to play. And if you're good in draft and win, you can get more packs. Sure. So I might do that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I well, right see. now. I am working on a deck. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I wanted to talk about uh, Throne of Eldraine real quick, just for a quick second, because this is a really interesting set. They put out a new mechanic called Adventures, and so, like, a card that has an adventure on it, it will have, like, their normal cost, but then they also have the adventure cost, and you, if you do that, you can get stuff out of it and then cast the card again from Exile. So, like, uh, like say, Flexen, um Intruder is a new... Um, card. And it also has like a big fairy tale theme around it. So there's like a bunch of fairies and uh, a bunch of other like fairy tale creatures. But um, like I think the gingerbread man is one of them. What? Yeah. The gingerbread
1: man. What does he do?
2: I can't remember. I know there's also a food mechanic as well. I haven't really dove too much into it. This is just what I've been seeing from playing online and looking at the cards that are available because I, as soon as I get tokens I spend them. I, I've been trying to build this one deck for a while. But, uh, like, Flaxen Intruder is, like, a one-drop, like, a one-green creature that's, like, a one-two, but also has an adventure where it's, like, you can pay um, seven mana to cast it from your hand, and, it, and you exile that card, and you get, like, three two-two green bear tokens. And it also has, whenever Flaxen Intruder deals combat damage to a player, you may sacrifice it, and if you do, you destroy a target artifact or enchantment. But, so, if you mm. cast it from if you cast it from your hand, put it in exile to go on an adventure, you get three bear tokens. And then you could cast it again from exile. You could just pay the one um, cost, like it's an initial cost, to put it into your play zone. So that's pretty cool that you get like... That does sound cool. ...multiple effects. And there are a bunch of different ones. There are some really powerful cards in this set. I was looking at them like, holy shit, this you, is insane.
1: You can kind of surprise your opponent by playing them from your hand. That's cool.
2: Yeah, so um, the other one... The deck that I've been building, though, I've been trying so hard to build this Is it deck, and I still need four, five, six, six more cards. I haven't written down a piece of paper near me uh, what I need to finish it. So I mean, I I've been playing this deck even though it's not complete, so it doesn't really do what it needs to do so far. But sure. I, I've still been winning a couple games every now and then, and uh, my Is it deck is has a really shitty loop in it. <laughs> So if I ever, if I ever get it to go off, I'm just all smiles, (laughs) but, um, so my deck has uh, Ral Storm of the Conduit, who is a planeswalker, and his, uh, one, his first loyalty option is to like scry one, and the other one is to, like whatever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, uh, copy it. So those I don't even pay attention to, because he has a permanent ability on it that doesn't cost any loyalty. And it's like, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, he deals one damage to target player which is awesome because then it goes with my other card expansion, which is copy target spell. And it costs like two, like, and so what you do is you just load your deck up with a bunch of like really low cost, um, like burn spells, like, I don't know, like Storm, which does like two damage to a target, which is like a what for like one red. <laughs> and then, so what I do is I cast Storm for one red, then I use Expansion to copy that spell, then I use it in another expansion to copy the expansion, and then I just go in a loop and oh my God. every time. <laughs> Every time you copy expansion again and, and again and again, Ral does one damage. And to then the you opponent. laugh.
1: And then you laugh, when I and
2: then I laugh hysterically. <laughs> and it's real shitty. And it doesn't always win because people expect it now. <laughs> but I have fun with it, and I would really love to build this big green creature deck. But it is going to take me forever because I need like five legendary cards.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. But we'll, we'll
2: see eventually.
1: Cool. Well, yeah, G
2: Arena. I mean, it's fun. It's nice that I can play it. Um, you can link it up with Steam, and then you can use like the Steam app to play it anywhere. I've seen people do that. I don't know how well it functions. I'm going to try it out and see. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. Cool. I just would like prefer the ability just to buy out outright buy the cards that I want.
1: So how about this game Visage that you guys have been playing?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: did it get any scarier or is it consistently?
2: Um, yeah, It this became age. a
0: different kind of scary.
2: Yeah. Um, Mason did not like it. <laughs> I actually thought it was really interesting. So why didn't you like, like it, first Mason? I
0: thought the first chapter, I liked the, so essentially there are two chapters that have been released so far out of what I think is an, an yeah. announced four. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, I don't know if they've announced for. I was just guessing for.
0: <laughs> I, I, f- I felt like I read somewhere that it was also announced oh, that possible. there would be four. Yeah. But um, the the tone of like how the game tried to scare you and like the type of gameplay and. Yeah. Puzzles that existed were very different between the two chapters.
2: The story in the first chapter that we did was so much better too. I thought that one was thought really interesting.
0: Everything about the first chapter we played was yeah, yeah, far yeah. more interesting. And what we actually played first was the second chapter. You could mm-hmm. you could play them a chronologically, which oh, okay. we accidentally did. So we the the first chapter we played which was released second I don't know how much more time they spent developing that versus the first one or how much stylistically they were planning on it being different. But it was so much more immersive, mm-hmm. engaging, inventive, unique. Like it was just I was yeah. all into it. And then we played the our second chapter of the game's first and it was all just like jump scares. Yeah. And like well not all know, like, jump
2: scares some of them no, were pretty fucking creepy but though. it was
0: the puzzles <laughs> were just far weaker and more
2: yeah. contingent yeah, 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 on
0: like the presence of death versus the just genuine not genuine, genuine spooky vibe of the place
2: yeah, so um the first chapter that we did was Dolores's chapter and we talked about that the la- like last week I believe. The second one was Lucy's chapter. And this one I thought was going to be really scary because it is uh, surrounding a child and it is a child ghost and for me I always think child ghosts are terrifying. <laughs> but, child um, ghosts. Yeah, like child ghosts young, are terrifying. How young are
1: we talking about here?
2: Um she's pretty young. I mean
0: 7 8 yeah. No, like the, prob- yeah,
2: she's young enough so, to or s- tiny enough to reach up and pull her intestines out.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Like the demonic. Which she ba- did like the a demonic- plenty. Yeah. Have you, have you guys played Doom three?
2: Yes, but it's been a while.
1: It's like there's demonic babies in hell that have like little wings and they kind of hop around <laughs> like they're like little babies, like infants. OK, Wow. Pull out yeah, your, pull out your intestines. That's that's something.
2: Um. What I do like about this game is that I haven't really played another horror game like it. And I think it does nail my idea of what is a good horror because I never find like, or I mean, a a scary horror. Like I never, like I love Silent Hill and I love Resident Evil, but neither of those I ever found scary because I think as soon as they give you a weapon... I am immediately, like, I can fight the danger. <laughs> like, I'm no longer, like, I don't feel threatened at all. But I, my idea of, like, a good scary horror is the fear of the unknown and the feeling of, like, being helpless are those. And both of those, this game nails. <laughs> and it has some really creepy shit in it. Like, stuff that I have, no, I have never seen in another horror game that I can remember. Like, I think the only one that ever came close to it was Fatal Frame. That oh, one yeah. also had some really creepy stuff in it. Um, I mean, in Silent, and Hill, one, you're, in Silent
1: Hill, you're 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 going to get like a pipe or a piece of wood, though. I mean, for the most yeah. part. Is, I mean, do you really, do we really count these
0: as weapons?
2: Yes. If I so could fight it, man, yes. Mandy
0: is lethal with anything. She. I'm lethal with anything. T- a paper roll, that was all she needed.
2: <laughs> Look, I smacked as soon as I came with that hammer, it didn't do any good but I smacked everything. Yeah. <laughs> including uh, toy horses. Toy <laughs> but um, Oh, that
0: was great, yeah. Um,
2: and I threw mugs at shit too.
0: I mean, we we had a ton of fun playing. Yeah, we did playing it. We probably spent what five hours yeah. on the first thing we played, and maybe an hour on the second hour and a half, maybe.
2: Oh, you mean like total? Because like the I actual know, like, yeah okay.
0: time we spent playing each chapter.
2: Okay, yeah, I can't remember. The second one we played was, was a lot short. shorter.
0: We yeah. were like, oh, it's it's over, and yeah, not because it needed to be longer, but just because. We got used to the flow of the first one. But
2: what was so compelling about Dolores' story is that every creepy thing we came to, every mechanic, like, revolved around the story what happened with Dolores and what she went through. But when we got to Lucy's, there were so many things. I was like, this, I don't understand how this fits in with Lucy. I felt like I didn't learn anything about her. It's like, okay, this child, um, like, I think what i've gathered is that this is sort of like a an amityville type situation where oh. anyone who moves into this house is like they are inflicted with just evil and go and like some it grabs somebody and they go insane so it got dolores in dolores's chapter in lucy's it was like this type of babadook situation where this um ghost or uh some whatever evil entity thing spirit um contacts Lucy and wants to be her friend and then they start playing together and then it has her kill the family bird and of course the family is the like family Lucy no. is losing her Peko. Was it Peko was it Pico? I think it, it was, was Pico, pico Not but the family I, I couldn't
0: it wasn't believable because as we know birds aren't real. It's so, true, uh, birds
2: aren't real. So it was fantasy. <laughs> exactly.
0: That was that was the biggest stretch of this game.
2: <laughs> so uh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mace and I are just meme lords, but, Um yeah, so, uh, and then her family, of course, are like, we have to take her to a psychologist, get this sorted out, and starts give, and they start giving her drugs, and then, of course, the spirit gets angry at her, and wants revenge, and then, at the end, it, like, rips her jaw off. Oh, Spoilers. Ooh. For, wow. for the message. But wow. everything from that moment, from the beginning to of the chapter to the end, I was like, there are mechanics of like, you have to get a camera and everything is dark. Everything is just darkness. And then you have to like use the camera to get around by flashing. And which just has to be really hard to watch on Twitch. This is available still on Twitch. It's, I'm porting it to YouTube right now as we speak. So it'll be available on YouTube. But uh, yeah, and of course that introduces a lot of really creepy situations where you flash and then you have the woman standing right in front of you and you're like oh shit so it's cool if you're playing it must be hard to watch though because it's just flashing but um, I don't understand where that came in apparently the spirit was afraid of the camera because I guess fatal frame situations Mm. (laughs) But um, yeah. the other thing, I was like... But then there was also, like, a thing where all of the light switches in the entire house disappeared. It's like, okay, well, how does that fit in with the story? I, I, I couldn't understand of, like, what happened, basically. Between, like, all of these, like, creepy things that happened. I'm like, this doesn't really fit in with her story, except it's just a creepy thing that happened. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: mean, all, all of this sudden, it was a f- fun time, and it was a yeah. fun game, and I would recommend it. I think it, we just started with the far superior yes, chapter for sure and it definitely felt like a step back
2: yeah yeah sure dolores's but, chapter was really good i highly recommend that by the yeah. end of it i was like oh that was really interesting like with her and her husband and her daughter it was crazy yeah
0: and uh yeah definitely when chapter three comes out we'll be uh streaming it, it.
2: Mm-hmm. yep who knows right. when that'll be but hopefully soon
1: okay well you picked a good time, you know, and and uh, you know, I think in thinking about my reviews that I'm about to do, I just I feel like a lot of these horror movies that are available on Netflix and stuff, they're just not very scary, and I feel like I get a lot better scares out of games. So, you know, you kind of got me thinking.
0: So,
2: watch our gameplay. Watch some yeah. of that. You'll see some creepy shit.
0: You'll see some crazy shit. You'll see some butts. Oh.
2: Yep, there are some old lady butts. Be prepared.
1: That is scary. <laughs> Anyways, oh, so um, I watched two horror movies over the over the Halloween weekend, and I was trying to find. So I'm googling, you know, the scariest movies on Netflix because it's like you know Netflix is what everyone has. So, so uh, and so, there's a bunch of them on all these recommendation sites. There's always like twenty, thirty, thirty different movies. And it's like, well, you know, can't watch thirty movies, but I could watch two. So I picked two. First one I picked was called The Ritual. It's a 2017 movie. Um, that's very sort of interesting. I think N- none of these movies have actors in them that are recognizable. So, I mean, I mean, Spall, Rafe, and Ali Arsher. like I don't think anybody knows these people, but, but, um, maybe someday you will. So the ritual is this movie about this, uh, these, these like five guys that are, that are really close, fu- really close friends. I presume they're from like college buddies or whatever. They're out drinking one night and, um, two of them go into a store to a liquor store to get some like, you know, wine or whatever. And the liquor store gets robbed, and one of the friends gets killed. So he has he gets mugged in the liquor store, and the guy kills him. And um, in order, and his like idea for what they should do the next time they get together was to go hiking in, uh, I think it was Sweden. So in order to like carry out his what he wanted to do, they just they decide that they're going to go hiking in Sweden. So they go up and they go hiking in Sweden, and everything's kind of fine. And then they go into this. Forest, because the because by cutting through this by cutting through this forest, as opposed to going around it, the the guy who's like leading the group with the compass and the map or whatnot, he says, "Oh, you know, we 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 can shave five hours off our trip by going straight through." So they do that, and they really should not have.
0: <laughs> so there and are spoilers. Ba- <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
2: should have done there, this.
1: There might be some spoilers <laughs> here, but like I'm not really gonna get too far. No, into... I
0: know, I know. I'm just kidding. No, we're yeah, just
1: Yeah, so it's like, you know, the forest is not where they really, not where they should have been. And, you know, they run into this, like, this old, it starts raining, and they run into this cabin, and they go into the cabin. They really break into the cabin, to be honest. And there's this really creepy idol upstairs in the cabin of, like, it's basically like a, like an, almost like an animal's body made out of, like, sticks and bramble. And then it has two arms coming off of its, coming out. And the two arms are holding these, like, deer antlers, in, but they're just holding them into midair because the animal has the animal deity like idol has no head, so it's just holding these like antlers in midair where the head ought to be, but the head's not there. So it's super creepy. They all have nightmares that night. One of the guys wakes up naked, praying in front of the <laughs> idol. Um, <laughs> they all have something bad happen to them, and basically, like they basically just get um, you know terrorized by this by this like um, creature in the woods or whatever. I'm not really gonna. Um, spoil anymore about like what the creature the whole the whole point of the movie is the creature to be honest so like you just want to see what the damn creature looks like it does look pretty cool but um this movie was very not good um when I want to when I watch a horror movie sometimes I want to be I want like a really scary movie like I want to sleep with the lights on scary and I was just very disappointed by this movie uh, it came highly recommended it seemed very popular it was on every list. But, um, in the end, it was just like a movie where a bunch of guys were, were, you know, chased. It it was definitely like, I kind of compared it to the Blair Witch Project a little bit because they're both in the woods, you know, there's like scenes where they're in tents and, you know, and there's like noises outside the tent and whatnot, but like the Blair Witch Project way scarier than this. It's not even close. So the ritual, I didn't think it was all that good. Um, if you, if you like monsters, it might be cool. Um, But I won't tell you more about the monster, because that's kind of the whole thing. So if if I tell you anything about it, you won't really need to see it. Then last night, my girlfriend and I, we watched this movie called Eli. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. I think it's a little more well-known than uh, The Ritual. came out this year, very very recently. I think actually the release date is just about two weeks ago. Um, I think it's a Netflix movie. Didn't recognize any of the cast members yet again. Um, but it stars Charlie Shotwell, Kelly Riley, and Max Martini. Never seen these people before, but, um, it's about this kid, this boy named Eli, who's like, I'll put him at maybe 12 years old. He has this allergic condition or something that makes it so that he can't even go outside. Like, like he, if he goes outside, his skin like starts to burn and stuff. It's crazy. So man, I have that too. So he's like a bubble boy. Oh man, I hope not. He's like a bubble boy. He like lives in a bubble, um, oh, and, no. uh, and his parents are like going broke trying to find a cure for his illness, and they decide, oh well, this is like a last-ditch effort. So they go to take him to this this manor or whatever where this woman lives, where she's like a doctor and she has a special a special clinic in this facility. So they put her, they put him in like a spacesuit sort of, and he's in, they get in the car and they drive him to this place, and like a lot of creepy shit happens in this movie um, to like, there's, he sees a lot of stuff. Like there's little, like little girls that are like bloodied and stuff. They're ghosts, you know, and they'll like show up in like, like like glass reflections or, um, you know, they'll, 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 they'll they'll, like come to him in the night and terrorize him. And all the while the woman's trying to, is is performing these, like these experiments on him to try to um, cure him basically. And, um, I'm gonna like. I, I think I'm gonna play the spoiler drop here because I. I mean, do you guys think you would watch this movie? Because I don't. Because I, I won't tell you. The there's a huge twist at the end. That is the whole point. Hmm. Uh, and, and I kind of want to.
2: The last I one, I think, wouldn't. was more interesting to me when I was looking it up. I saw some stuff. I was like, oh, that looks something up my alley. But I'm not going to okay. say because it's probably a spoiler. Here, <laughs> well, I feel
0: like the, I've seen the other stuff by the director from the first one, from The Ritual. I think I've seen part of VHS and part of The Signal.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen VHS. Look, I liked VHS. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. That's
0: why it's, it's more your <laughs> yeah. like style. Oh yeah. yeah. so much this one. Here, here, here. here. I'll put the spoiler drop.
1: Okay, so 5 minutes skip 5 minutes if you don't want spoilers. The the boy turns out <laughs> turns out that like at the end of the movie you find out that the mother wanted to have a child so badly that she basically she prayed to Jesus or whatever forever. He he never answered her prayers as she put it. So she started praying to the devil. The devil gave her a child and they I'm not sure if the mother knew that that the boy was the son of the devil or not, but basically you find out that like the whole time that, that this boy's been at this woman's house, she's been trying to exercise him. And at the end of the movie, he kind of awakens to his power and ends up just killing everybody in the, in the, like all the doctors and stuff. He just kills them all. He like, he like makes them, he flips them over, makes them spin around in the room in a circle. Like they're kind of rotating like carousel style in this, like in this like operating room and then like bursts them into flames and then they just die. It's crazy. Um, and, and you find out that, like, they've the woman has killed a bunch of these types of kids, and the ghosts are actually trying to help him. So, like, they would they would try to, like, drag him out of the building and stuff forcefully or, like, write things on glass and try to, like, warn him. But this movie was really terrible. Um, it sounds interesting, but, like, <laughs> but my, girlfriend, my girlfriend and I decided at the end of this movie that it was absolutely terrible. And I'm seeing on IMDb, it has, like, a 5.8. Not real good. No. And um, this movie was definitely worse than The Ritual. Um, the acting not very good and the, the, almost no special effects really like special effects pretty 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 average I would say but like it just wasn't scary at, at all and and, and and it leads me to this place and I'm gonna wrap this up now it, it leads me to this place where I'm thinking like if you want to watch a scary movie like a really scary movie I don't think you can go to Netflix and watch to watch a scary movie because I don't know that Netflix is making the kind of scary movies that I want to watch which is like I want to piss my pants when I'm watching these movies I want to, I want it to stay with me, like like like, I, like I, I want it to be like Martyrs, scary. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Martyrs, but that movie is fucked up. Um, like you know, there's movies out there that are like that, but I feel like they're almost always foreign movies. Um, like a lot of movies here, if they go to theaters, they try to make them, they try to make them PG thirteen because because they want to expand like like appeal to a broader audience, and and it's just and and if it's R, it's just tough to get like an R rated movie in theaters that's really truly like, a really, really disturbing, scary movie, and Netflix, I just don't think it's making movies like this, so, I don't know, I'm, uh, kind of bummed out by it, so I'm kind of thinking, next time we watch a horror movie, we're gonna have to go to, like, France, make some really, really, like, fucked up horror movies, like, really messed up shit, like, movies where they're, like, flaying people's skin off and crazy shit like that, so, um, I don't know, I'd love to hear recommendations from people that listen, if you have any like horror movies no matter how old they are that are just like totally crazy and fucked up like you know that's kind of what i want to watch and one you know when i'm in the mood for a horror movie so and that's why i think maybe the games are scarier i think maybe visage is probably
0: way scarier than eli or the ritual so
2: not if we're playing (laughs) not
0: if we're playing (laughs) not if you're playing things things pop out things happen and we just laugh and laugh and (laughs) <laughs> oh man That's okay you, we,
1: we, You're the kinds of people that the creators of the game Like don't want to play their game <laughs> Like,
2: Yep, basically yeah. I see intestines on the ground I try to put them in a mug
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just scoop them up, save them for later
2: Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to help clean up <laughs> exactly. You never know when
1: you're going to need them I mean, maybe you'll get hungry
2: <laughs> It's not fucked up or messed up But my favorite horror film might be Behind the Mask, that movie is so funny <laughs>
0: Oh, it's it's I love that one. It's
2: such a good one.
0: Man, he's like I love this horror movie. It's so funny. It is. No, it, it legitimately is. I don't Did I talk about it on the show?
2: I don't think so. A couple no. weeks ago.
0: It's it's a fun time. It, it yeah. just takes place in a world where all these like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Slashers. Myers, all these like movie villains do exist in the world and it's essentially like behind the scenes as this film crew team follows someone who's trying to be the next one he's like trying to get popular mm-hmm. and he like goes through like his whole system of like picking out his prey and like how he sets up the traps and how he's gonna like kill each <laughs> one and it just like it's like super matter Sorry, I'm fact and like about it. it's a, just a great documentary and of course yeah. things turn in the second half and get wild but it's just it's one of those meta films that are just self aware yes. enough, mm-hmm. but well executed enough that it's a fun time. And no one's heard of it, so you get to feel like an yeah, no elitist.
1: I haven't heard of that. Behind the Mask, though. I'm going to pull that up. I think look.
0: it's like Behind the Mask, the story of, what is it, Leslie Vernon?
2: Leslie Ver- Vernon, yeah, that was his yeah, name. And like that. the guy who there plays, I think, Freddy Krueger made a cameo at it.
0: Oh,
1: really? Uh, he's like, like in the library. Mm-hmm. Robert England. Robert England, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. he plays Doc
0: Holloran. Yeah. yeah yeah Robert Englund.
2: yeah I love that movie
0: <laughs> it's just it's just yeah, I wouldn't that, say it's scary though it's oh, not no, a no, definitely scary not. movie,
2: definitely not scary, um that and what we do behind in the shadows what, is what we great. do in the
0: shadows, yeah. of course, you have a uh, uh Tucker and Dale versus evil mm-hmm. that's that's I'd say that's kind of similar
2: I think yeah, horror comedy is my one of my favorite genres, yeah, but <laughs> so it's always more up.
0: enjoyable than it is actually.
1: Yeah, no no, no scary, so no spooks. spookies. <laughs> so Mason, you went on a trip to the Mitsuwa Marketplace. Yeah. What is that uh, all about?
0: So Mitsuwa Marketplace, if you haven't heard, it's a chain of like Japanese supermarkets throughout America. I think there's 10 or 11 locations. They're in like California, Texas, Hawaii. There's one back in my home turf of Illinois, and there's one that I visited uh, this Saturday, the, the November 2nd, in uh, Edgewater, New Jersey. It's just across the the water from New York City. And I went because, you know, it's starting to get cold out. We're supposed to get our first snow of the year over oh, here in no. Connecticut this mm. week. So I had to stock up on my curry roux for those colder days. <laughs> But uh, I went with Brian from the Nerdlum and Other Nonsense podcast. I went oh, yeah. with the Twitch overlord and arbiter, Chibi Rob. Oh, yeah. wow. And, uh, of course, Chibi Rob's handler. Because, as we know, he is a vicious beast with claws. And he needs <laughs> to be reined in every now and then. <laughs> his handler. Uh, his handler. Who, 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 uh, who, yeah. is, who
1: is whom? His, uh, his, his, his wife?
0: Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and... Yeah, you're like oh it's a supermarket well big deal but they're actually so much fun to visit because yeah like they have like the grocery side where you have your food and they have like appliances and your booty products and all that kind of stuff you say booty products beauty products oh gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but i guess I uh, prob- they probably have booty products as well
1: Inter- fascinating
0: uh, actually but they have other like cultural stores within it they have like jtb travel agencies cosmetic shops oh, cell cool. phone stores uh and most of them also have like Kunokinias. those like the massive like bookstore chain yeah which is like a japanese barnes and noble um so they have all this stuff like in this like compound so like there's a ton of stuff to do uh but most importantly they have an awesome food court which are like a blessing and a nightmare all at once because they probably have like not counting like the different food stalls that they have for specialty items and like the dessert stores. They have like probably five to six like f- like store fronts where you can get all sorts of different Japanese options from your uh, curries to your ramen to your mm. onigiri. They just have everything there. And it's good to go with a group of people because you, everyone doesn't have to be in the mood for the same thing. So, like, you can all go and just exploring it, like, five different, completely different styles of food, and it's just a beehive of people, like, running around, trying, like, all these different food. People are just, like, shouting orders when they're ready to be picked up. There's always not enough tables, so people are, like, hawking around, like, scoping them out to try to grab them, and then you have different people in different lines and trying to coordinate who's getting what, so you don't have to have tons of people waiting in different lines. It's just... Like, if you go during lunchtime on a weekend, it is a nightmare. Sounds but that's awesome. part of, like, the charm and the fun of it. Sounds, so, uh, sounds awesome. Yeah, so, like, we go there, and, of course, first thing you do is get food. And then you go shopping, and you look at books, and then you look at, like, the weird, like, apparel stores and just, like, weird Japanese random knickknacks, and w- they have everything there. And, of course, after you're done... You go back and eat more food. And it's a nice. it was a fun time. And I've only been to, I think I've been to one in California, obviously the one in Illinois, and the one in New Jersey. And they're all just similar, but they're all different enough. Like they all have very different stories within them, but they're kind of the same conceit and thing to it. So they're a bunch of fun. And if you have one near you, I would recommend checking it out.
1: That sounds um, awesome.
0: Yeah, it was it was just a fun trip to get away and go exploring and I you know, just eat a, a, an unreasonable amount of rice.
2: I saw you took pictures of Rohan books. Did you buy anything?
0: I did not because Aww. I figured at anime animi, I, think I like anime I can't even talk. Booty products. Uh anime NYC, which is in two weeks, between nice. like the book off they have there. And like all the special stuff at the convention and the Kunokinia in NYC. Mm. Uh I'll probably purchase enough stuff there. So it's
1: like a little taste I, of Japan.
0: It is, it is. It's and it's not just like, oh, this is a ramen shop, this is Japan, I got my fix of the culture. Like you get all sides of the culture in this uh compound and it's uh it's a good time. Great. That's, I'm nice. um yeah so have, just I, a little I, mini adventure
1: i feel like we have some of that in denver but like they're all kind of in different spots like i don't i don't know of any there is that one spot where i took you mason where, where we got the taiyaki ice cream and there's some like yep. lots of stuff through there but it doesn't sound quite as uh thorough
0: as what you just described but yeah it's not like as conglomerated yeah. under one roof yeah and exactly. it's uh yeah it's a good time and it's good to go with lots of people and just i don't know make make a half day out of it so Sounds awesome. I think it's cool yeah, you guys. You yeah, guys are all yeah. up
1: there in that same area so you can hang out. All right. Well, we got to do some broadcasting now. That's darn right. Oh, well, i no slap my knee. Weehee! All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, don't forget, if you haven't yet, you can listen to this now on our exclusive RSS feed that is located on the the nav bar of our of our main website up on the left. There's a section called called Member RSS, so you no longer have to download or listen to these off of the website. You can now listen to them on pretty much any mobile app you want. So, uh, with the exception of Stitcher, it's not on there, and on Spotify either. But go on, just ch- check out the link. All all the all the instructions are there. I want you guys to be able to listen to these in a, as comfortable of a way as you can. And uh, a lot of them are uploaded, so you can enjoy like a backlog as well. See you guys next week. Bye See guys. You everyone. Bye. Thanks for
0: helping out. Bye. Peace.